Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. I'm so glad you're joining me for this week's podcast. In this podcast, I want to talk about the eating secrets of the most fit older men. The eating secrets of the most fit older men. Do you ever wonder why you see some men, they're older just like you, they don't seem to be like they're working even as hard as you, maybe as hard as you, but they don't do things like they don't count their calories and they look amazing. They eat so much food and they look amazing. They don't weigh themselves. They don't measure things like their waist like you do. They don't do all these details. They even eat carbs, believe it or not. And not only carbs, they're able to eat pizza and ice cream and you may think to yourself, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, maybe it's you've been training longer than me. Uh, maybe it's because you're a genetic freak. Uh, maybe you take steroids right now. Maybe you took steroids in the past. Maybe you're on that testosterone replacement there. I don't know what you do. Hey, good for you, but I could never do that. I'm carb sensitive. They eat all these carbs. They eat ice cream and pizza every once in a while. Again, like I said, they don't count their calories. Uh, they don't weigh themselves. What do they know that you don't know, or what are they doing? that you're not doing. Well, in this podcast, I want to talk about the eating secrets of the most fit older men. Also, I want to talk about how you and I can connect one-on-one. Also, go through a journey together, the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. I want to do that for you and a lot more in this podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. I'm so glad you are joining me again for this week's podcast. And this week's podcast, I want to talk about the eating secrets of the most fit older men. The eating secrets of the most fit older men. And what inspired me uh, to do uh, this week's podcast on the eating secrets of the most fit older men was I posted some of my next level distinctions and strategies. Some of the insights, the perspective, the nuance that I've learned over 31 years. Um, again, I was a six-time national champion, drug free bodybuilder. I did everything every different way. I tried it all with 100% intensity and effort. Now I'm 17 years removed. I'm 58 years old. I can't do all that detail. I have to be selective about what matters and what doesn't, what's going to give me the most bang for my buck, what is going to make the biggest impact, what are some things that, eh, they may be right, you hear it a lot, but they're not that important. The 80-20 rule, out of the 100 things, so to speak, that year, what are the 20 that are most important? What are those 20? Which ones matter the most? And then how can I take those 20 to the highest level? Not just do them, but get better and better and better at them, taking those the execution of those 20 things to higher and higher levels because that's where the magic is. That's where the progress is in your health, and you probably know that's whatever you've been doing the first part of your life. You've been focusing on your family, your business, whatever you're great at. It's probably the same formula for you. It works that way in fitness too. That's what I had to figure out. 17 years removed from competing, I live a very busy, productive life. In addition to being fit, something uh, that we're all trying to do, and if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you're probably the same way. 
And so I wanted to share some of those distinctions freely. You know, I, I have men who uh, invest in coaching and my uh, my information products. They watch all my videos all over social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. All right, they really uh, value what I have to say, and I love sharing these next-level distinctions. But every once in a while, I get a guy who... Uh, Maybe he's been training for a while, you know, um, who knows, two years, five years, maybe 15 years. And he's put a lot of effort into it. And I see his picture. He looks pretty good. But I can just tell there's some things in that top 20 he's not understanding. He's not putting enough attention to. He's certainly not taking a higher and higher level. And uh, But he looks good. He looks better than most men his age. All right. That's why I love the one-on-one coaching that I do because you can hear all this information, but if you don't know how to process it, you don't know how to uh, prioritize what's being said. You do it, but you're just not doing it hard enough. You're not dotting every I. You're not crossing every T. You're not putting up oomph into it. You're not going to get the same result, and it's very challenging to get that when you watch all the videos or even listen to the podcast. With the one-on-one connection that I have, the one-on-one coaching that I have, I can go back and forth. And I, I feel you. I had a gentleman saying, wow, what you do must be challenging uh, because that's what I do, but I'm right in front of the person, and I can see their body language and things like that to make sure I'm getting through. And I said, look, I've been doing this for so many years. I've spent literally thousands of hours with men over the phone, hundreds of men. There's a lot of things that I can pick up uh, through listening, uh, the voice inflections, even though I'm not there with the men. So I make sure that they're hearing me. And I double check and I triple check. So they don't just hear the information, they put the right priority on it. And so I like to do what I can, even though it's challenging, there's certain limiting beliefs that the person might have, they may think they've done everything. I put out next level, 31 years experience strategy. The ones that I know can help a guy who's working hard break through. But they have this limiting belief. They feel as though they've heard that before and they've tried it, and it doesn't work, all right? And then they say, oh, well, you know, I, I get this a lot. I've got it for 31 years. Oh, you must be on steroids. Now that I'm older, I'm on testosterone replacement therapy. I'm not, and I wasn't on steroids, all right? Uh, hard work, great genetics, longevity, consistency. I know what I'm doing, and I want to share that with you. That's why I passionately do these podcasts. I make all my videos all over social media, And uh, I have my one-on-one coaching. I exchange that value with you, right? So I gave some information away, and it was about nutrition. And uh, it was a, uh, I call it a skip bowl that my wife makes. You know, it had, you know, uh, oriental uh, vegetables. It had chicken. It had a lot of white rice, and it had a lot of guacamole. It was about an 1,100-calorie meal. And I put the picture up there. I, my wife broke down all of the macronutrient content for it. All right. And one gentleman, again, I look at the picture. He looks good. He's older, right? You know, top, certainly in the top 20%. But I could tell he's been doing a long time because, ugh, you need to tell us what kind of supplements you are. I could never eat that. <laughs> right? And I get it. You know, I get the limiting belief. I, I get where you think you've tried everything. And that's my challenge. Is, well, how can I? How did I get to this level? How did you do it so long? How do I look this way? And I get you to believe because you don't believe you're going to have the information right in front of you, but you're not going to 
absorb it. You're not going to execute it. And even if you do, you might not put enough effort into the strategy that works, and you're not going to get the same results. So I understand where it's coming from. And it made me think, I want to outline you how I can do that. I want to talk about the eating secrets of the most fit older men. Right now, nutrition is a massively, massively, massively important part of what you look like in the mirror, how much muscle you build, but really how much fat you're going to lose to show the muscle you do have at this age. I emphasize it all the time, and a lot of men, they, they hear that. It's 80% nutrition, 20% training. Execution of that, putting enough oomph, emphasis on that, mm, a lot to be desired. I, a lot of men hope that even though they hear that, they can just pound away with the training and, and get the results that they want. And so they never fully attack uh, the nutrition. They don't even know how many calories that they eat. They have no idea. They're just guessing. They don't eat too much. They avoid certain foods, and they're not hungry, so that's a good amount of calories, but they don't count their calories. And I get, if you watch enough videos, if you're absorbing a lot of information, how certain things can kind of trip you up. So I want to kind of skip over, like, past the great body, right, that you know, when you figure out how much it needs to go into training, how much it needs to go into nutrition, you finally lose all that stubborn fat. You're looking amazing at your age in your 50s or older, right? I want, I want to put you uh, past all the work and all the uncertainty and tell you about the secrets, like you've already lived it, like you've already experienced this. And you've seen this in fit older guys like myself. And they kind of tell you some things that they do and they don't do. And the first thing you want to do is say, well, <laughs> that's not going to work on me. You're a genetic freak. You're on steroids. You're on testosterone. Uh, but I'm carb sensitive. I could eat that way. And like the gentleman was doing with me. So here I am with just a gold nugget gym that can help him break free. But there's certain dogma or things that he learned from the bodybuilding days, I guess, if he did that, or the very passionate younger fitness experts who do everything because it's their identity. They don't know what they're doing, how much this is affecting that great outcome that they have versus this. They just give you the whole kitchen sink. They just throw all 100 at you because that's what they do. And they don't know that there's only 20 of them that uh, make the biggest impact. You know, even the smart ones, they might have it narrowed down to the 50 things, but when you're older and you're on a limited schedule and you don't have the brain space, the bandwidth to do all those, you can't even do the 50 if you don't have to. you got to do the 20. And that's what I want to emphasize. That's what I want to share as much as I can uh, through these podcasts and my videos all over social media. All right, so have you seen a guy who's older and he just looks great? And so here you are, you're learning all the mechanics and calories, macronutrients, and all those things. But he'll tell you, I never count my calories. Never count my calories, all right? But he looks great, and you believe him, he doesn't count his calories. And you think, well, I don't count my calories too. I don't look like that. They never count their calories, right? The second thing is, uh, they don't worry about how much they weigh on the scale, all right, and maybe part of your measurement is, is getting on that scale, maybe even taking measurements around your waist. They don't do all those things, but those fit older men, they look great. So they eat, uh, they don't count their calories, 
they don't worry about what they weigh on the scale. They sometimes they don't even weigh themselves. All right. Also, they'll tell you, "Oh, I eat carbs. I don't avoid carbs." Hey, if that keto diet works for you, but I eat lots of carbs. They even eat pizza and ice cream every once in a while, and they don't get fat. And do you ever wonder, like I said, if you don't know how this works, you're going to be going, wait a second, again, I can't do that because of this, this, and this. I'm older, I've got poor genetics, I've got low testosterone levels, I'm carb sensitive, and you can do that way. I'll give it to you, that you don't count your calories, um, you don't worry about what you weigh on the scales, you just kind of do your thing, you eat carbs, I'm carb sensitive, but you eat carbs, even a lot of carbs, and uh, even eat pizza and ice cream, but I can never do that. And if you're not so uh, flattering or so gullible, I guess, <laughs> right, you're going to say that the reason why they can do it is because they just have amazing genetics. Just out of this world, they can do anything. They don't have to work hard like you. They don't have to be smart like you. They don't have to be measured in what they do like you. And they can do that. They're just lucky. They're just a genetic freak. Or they're really taking performance-enhancing drugs, steroids. Maybe they took steroids in the past. Maybe it's that testosterone replacement therapy, even though they tell you that they're not. That's why they can uh, eat all that food and uh, have carbs and even eat, have ice cream and fat. Well, I'm going to tell you, if you've been in that situation, you're not alone. All right. Even when I was a competitive uh, bodybuilder back then, and they did very, very well. You know, it wasn't like I won every single show, and it wasn't even when I did win shows that I just totally blew everybody away. It was not like there's miles apart. So even when I won, sometimes there was guys who would eat, uh, have things like this. They would do things that I would never do because I was the mass machine. I would do everything perfectly, all these details. I'd know all this charts and graphs and everything like that. And they didn't go by that, and I thought, wow, how are they getting so close to me? I'm putting all this extra effort, and I have this, all this necessary knowledge that they don't have. right? So I know what that's like. But there are certain, certain eating secrets that you need to know that fit older men. And I want to explain them to you because I think I can think you passed you going through this grinding journey. How much training do I do? What's the training routine? Oh, I don't know. I should eat this and that. Should I not eat that? The whole nutrition that's mixing you all up, even though you look better than most. You don't see yourself looking like these most fit older men. What secrets do they have? So that's why I want to kind of explain this, right? So here's the thing, and you're not going to get this uh, from videos, right? You're certainly not going to get it from 25-year-olds. You may not even get it from the fit older men. They may not be able to explain it because of their own experience. You know why they never have to count calories, all right? is because they understand that their individual body kind of works on its own frame, depending on how much effort they put in, how many calories that they eat, how long they've been doing it. That bullseye number of calories, it's not universal for men. It's not even universal for the, you yourself. It can change. All right, so there's a lot of men who are locked in that X amount of calories, and some men don't even know how many calories, but they are. They say, oh, the average man should eat 2,500 calories. All right, and then they'll get on charts and graphs, and they'll say, I burned this much amount of food, uh, calories doing this amount of cardio and this amount of weight training and this and that, and I'm creating a 500-calorie uh, 500 deficit because I looked it up on uh, MyFitnessPal, and I do that for seven days, 500 times seven is 3,500, that's a pound. The body doesn't work like that. That's just a guide. It's just gout 
an outline, some type of structure, so people's brains don't explode, so they can have some bit of certainty going in the right direction. But the most fit older men know three things about their eating. Number one is you can't eat too much food. Okay, if you don't know how much food you're eating, if you don't know how many calories, all right, if you don't know, and I'm not saying you got to measure calories every single day, but a lot of men who want this badly, who look pretty good, they're creatures of habit. They eat the same foods, sometimes the same amount of food, 70% of the time the same. So there is a calorie amount you're eating. You just don't know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, you don't know if that's a little or a lot, okay? Well, how do they get away with it? They don't know how much, right? Because there's three things you got to keep in mind. You can't overeat, all right? And most men know that, even if they're have a lot of, they're overweight, all right? Most men know that, that you can't eat, I don't know, five or 6,000 calories, all right? Okay, the second component is you got to be consistent. The body it thrives on regularity, you know, just a machine. You know, probably, you're probably structured in your, your business and you got everything all structured. You know what your peak hours of the day where you're the most creative and, and when you should do the most uh, creative work. You know when you get tired and you do other kind of work. Your body knows when to wake up, even without an alarm clock, because of that regularity, the body, the biorhythms, right? <laughs> you know, when you're regular, you're regular, regular. Well, you can do that with your eating habits, too. So let's just say you ate, and I'm just going to throw this number out, 2,500 calories, right? You know, it has an effect on your body the first week. It gets, you know, it's going like a train starting to optimize, trying to, you know, uh, you know, with the same activity, you know, that 2,500 calories, you're just burning it up. So that first week, 2,500 calories may seem like a lot of food, hard going down, same activity level, but three weeks later, you're going to be actually hungry at 2,500 calories. Same person, same activity level, same amount of food. All right, so the more regular, it's like, you know, pushing a boulder, you know, down a hill. It's rolling, 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 but it, it keeps on going. It's picking up speed. It's picking up speed. That's what regularity will do. So you know how many calories you're eating, not overeating, but you're eating that same amount of calories every single day. It's Your metabolism is going to pick up, pick up, pick up. That's one of the secrets, whether they know it or not, of the most fit older men. They're so consistent that that body is like a train out of control. It doesn't stay the same week in one versus week 35 of consistency, even with the same amount of food. That's why the calories don't matter. If you know what you're doing, you know how the feel is. Look, this is so counterintuitive, but the key is to eat as many calories as humanly possible while you're still losing fat, you're not gaining fat, and you have a ton of energy. So that number might feel, 2,500 may feel like a lot the first week. It may feel like you're starving with that consistency. In week 10, see, the, the, the most a fit older men who could get this, whether they can explain it or not, they're not staying at 2,500 calories just because they can and just because they're not hungry and just because it worked for 10 weeks. They keep on eating more and more and more and more. Who knows? I've got a 62-year-old who's just an active guy. eats 3,200 calories. Now, again, if you don't know how many calories that you eat because you're just Picking and choosing, hey, some of the experts that I say say don't you don't have to worry about counting calories. I don't count calories. Yeah, but you cannot count calories when you know what I just said <laughs> and you execute it and you can feel it. 
You can't just skip the knowledge and the practical application part and just skip to the, I don't count my calories. That's why they can do it, right? It changes what you do and you maximize. Here's the other thing. So the first thing, you can't eat too, much, too, too many calories. That's pretty obvious, right? The other thing is be consistent as possible. And again, whatever you want, whatever your standards are, how badly you want it, scale from 1 to 10. But the more consistent, the better, right? Now, again, I'm not saying you should be some fitness experts, do it like some guy who does a ton of YouTube videos. But, you know, if you want something, you've got to raise your standards, that consistency. I don't care if that means four days a week of consistency. For some, it's seven. You get to choose. But uh, there's a great saying that says, uh, find out the price for success and then pay it. Right, so consistency is the price that you pay. Either pay it or don't, or pay part of it. But understand the results. One thing that you know, I have guys and they're frustrated. They've you know been on an eating plan or training plan for X amount of week and they're not satisfied with the way their body looks. The first question that I ask is, you know, um, on a scale from one to ten, how much did you leave it on the floor? How much did you do? all the effort that you did to to have your goal, right? And it's interesting because I'm asking, I specifically ask them about nutrition because they know it's the most important part. What they'll generally say is, oh, I'm a 10 when it comes to training and I'm a 10 when it comes to cardio, something really high. I never ask them that. <laughs> That's what they continue to think is the most important thing. And they said, oh, I'm a 7 out of 10 with the eating habits. Well, you know what? You didn't get to where you are in your life and your business and your family by having 7 out of 10 standards. How can you expect more just because you want it? 7 out of 10, that's not leaving out on the floor. Right? You already look like a 7 out of 10, if not higher. 7 out of 10 isn't going to do it when it comes to nutrition. So you get to decide how consistent you want, but just make sure that you know the price and you're willing to pay it. If you don't pay it, well, don't look at the mirror frustrated. All right? So, uh, and then the third thing is you got to make sure you eat enough food. you got to make sure you eat enough food. There's a lot of guys out there. They're not hungry. They're in a pattern. They got in the top 20% look of the way. got a certain decent amount of body fat. Yeah, maybe, you know, they got the 20 pounds of stubborn fat. And they're eating like 1,200 calories. Now, they don't know. And then they go back, well, he doesn't count his calories. I'm not going to count my calories. The experts said not to count your calories. Yeah, but 1,200 calories, even though it, you think it fills you up, even though you think you have energy, even though you think it's the right amount, that you're not eating too much, it's too little. You just don't know. Can't eat 1,200 calories. I don't care who you are. If you were to Google just the average man, not even one with your aspirations to look in the top 5%, lose all that body fat to maximize all this effort that you put in with your training and your eating. If you look that up, it'll say 2,200 calories. Now, if you have no idea how many calories you're eating, and you're eating 1,000, 1,200, you know, I have guys who guesstimate 1,500, 1,800. That's still not enough for their aspirations. And then I say, you know what? I know you're making an educated guess. I don't know how you're making that educated guess. But go back to my fitness pal and figure it out. They go, oh, my God, I've been eating 1,100 calories. 1,100 calories isn't going to do it. <laughs> it's not going to get the stubborn fat. You're going into starvation mode. Right? I know little less is better than more, but those three requirements. All right, uh, You can't eat too much. you got to be really consistent, more consistent, the better day after day after day with that caloric amount when you find it, and it can't be too little. All right, So that's why they don't have to count their calories, because 
2,500 calories means nothing. What it means in week one doesn't even mean the same in week 13 or 14 or 18. So there's no sense counting when you know how it feels. They may not describe, even me describing it. Maybe you've had uh, clips of time <laughs> where you felt that metabolism's racing that way. They live it. They breathe it. Those three factors, they do it. So there's... There's no sense counting calories when your body knows they got to eat more and what it is in the field. Because it's, it's not the calories, it's what you've done for your body. That's number one. Right? Here's the other thing, you know, weighing themselves on the scale. You say, well, I don't weigh myself on the scale, or I weigh myself on the scale. And I, I'm telling you, scale is, weight on the scale is just one measurement. You should know how it works. But if it's going to just mess with your head, then you shouldn't be on there. But really, to master this, you should know how weight on the scale works. Keto diet, low-carb diets, all right? Let me just tell you this. They're very complementary. Uh, they're very uh, very um, compatible with weighing yourself on the scale. Let me tell you why, though, right? If you, if you get rid of carbs, you're not going to overeat meats and proteins. and You're not going to overeat protein. It's not that satisfying. It doesn't taste that good. Well, if you're watching what you're doing, you're not going to really go crazy on the fats. Maybe with some things you'll lie to yourself a little, but you're not. The area that most people have the problems with, and I'm not talking metabolic problems, right? They eat too much food, too much food, too much food is in carbohydrates, right? So just any type of keto diet, primal diet that just cuts that all out and just has vegetables, even though vegetables are carbs, it's not the same, they're not going to overeat. And if that's you, you're probably eating 1,500 calories at the most, probably 1,200 calories. Your body's in starvation mode, all right? So you've lost as much. You're not going to get that 20 pounds of stubborn fat eating 1,200, 1,500 calories. You're not. It's not enough food, all right? And here's the other thing. When you eat carbohydrates, it puts glycogen in your muscles. Your muscles get fuller, not because it's fat. It's certainly not more muscle. They just get volumized with carbs, with the glycogen. So you have a no-carb diet, man. You're five, you're seven pounds lighter, right? Because you just eliminated the carbs. And you're not going to gain weight, and you probably lost the weight because you're only eating 1,500 calories. That's the, that's the magic. It isn't because of, uh, I'm not saying there's zero uh, percent in ketosis or this or that, but it's calories ingested versus calories burned, and it's deflated muscles, <laughs> that make you five or seven pounds lighter. That's the secret to a keto diet, no-carb diet. But guess what? It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. You want to, you know, I'll tell you, some guys on keto that are keto freaks have been doing for two years, they are the most bitchiest, moodiest guys in the world. They got the result with their body, but they don't realize no food, no carbs for brain waves. They are little bitches, <laughs> right? Because they're in a bad mood. You don't have... It's, number one, eliminating the carbs, getting those calories, it's counterproductive for that, that last 20 pounds of stubborn fat, if that's you want. And your muscles are just deflated, so you're lighter on the scale. All right, here's the thing is when you have a normal life, a sustainable life with carbs in your system, guess what? You're going to gain those five or seven pounds, and you think you did something wrong. <gasps> oh, I'm carb sensitive, right? No, now you're going to live a life. You should have never weighed five pounds less or seven pounds less. That wasn't a sustainable diet. It's just an illusion. Your muscles that are 70% fluid are just empty and flat. 
So when you eat like a regular person, a sustainable diet with some carbs for energy, for muscle fullness, that's how much you should weigh. You didn't gain fat. You didn't neutralize uh, the effects of a keto diet. All right? See, the, the most fit older men, they know this. They can go by feel. So they don't get caught up in weighing stuff and not knowing what it means. A lot of guys weigh them so they don't know what it means. All right? So that's how they can uh, never weigh themselves and still look so amazing while you're challenged. All right? Here's the other thing, too, is that, uh, and this is really important when you do all those other things, you know, how can they eat regular foods? Lasagna, pizza, ice cream. Well, see, here's the thing is, when you eat a lot of food, let's just say 2,800 calories, where, you know, low-carb guys eating 1,200. And his body's used to 1,200s in starvation mode. Whereas, you know, the fit older man, whether the secrets are he understands or not, he's been eating 2,800 calories day after day after day after day. His body's an inferno. All right, so if one day he eats 1,000 calories of regular food, you know, the good, clean food, but he leaves room... He can eat 1,800 calories of pizza or burgers or ice cream every once in a while. That daily total, it matches with his metabolism burns, 2,800 calories. That's how he can fit it in. That body's an inferno because he understands this, whether he's conscious or not. It's the months, if not years, of, of optimizing his metabolism this way. So he can do that. You know, He can eat 1,400 calories worth of pizza or ice cream, or both, he'll wake up, do it on a Friday night, wake up on Tuesday, body never knows the difference, like it never even happened. Now, some guys can do that, I understand they feel a little guilty, they went off the pattern, right, wondering what they might look like, but I'm just telling you, if you're buying a machine burning 2,800 calories because you understand all these secrets, and eat 1,000 calories, you know, between, uh, you know, whatever, 7 a.m., and 4 o'clock, and then you go out with your friends, eat some pizza and ice cream or whatever, and, and it only equals 1,800 calories, day is done. Now, I wouldn't make a habit of that. You know, I don't put it in the in the extreme, right? but that's how they get away with it. So that's how why they never count their calories. That's why they don't weigh themselves, and that's why they eat carbs and regular food, and they even eat pizza and ice cream every once in a while. Those are the eating secrets of the most fit older men. Now, I know it's mind-blown. I can't do that. No, because you don't know how the, all this works. I know. I hope that was helpful. <laughs> all right? Hey, reach out to me. got a lot of things going on, right? The 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. Go to skiplacore.com front slash 100, and I will uh, post that in uh, the, uh, the commentary, the comment section of this podcast, the description, right? skiplacore.com front slash slash 100, all right, 100 days of workouts, home gym workouts, garage gym workouts, commercial gym workouts, so we can get to a commercial gym, athletic-type workouts, just a little bit every single day, the camaraderie, uh, making you accountable, taking your fitness knowledge, and uh, making a part of you for 100 days in a row. Check that out. Go to skiplecore.com. Check that all out. Make sure you're on all my social media platforms, all of them. There's going to be all throughout the social media platforms. Hey, Reach out to me if you said, man, you said something that makes sense to me that I never heard. I kind of heard it, but you kind of put it together, and you want to really do this, all right? Go to solutionswithskip.com. Solutionswithskip.com is skippelcoremembers.com front slash solutions also. I've got 
just an amazing audio coaching experience for you. It's a 90-minute video of the biggest fitness challenges that older men make, right? Then 12 uh, modules, 11 hours, where I explain training, nutrition, mindset, systems, organization, motivation, everything that you need as an older man to take you to the next level. But here's the bonus. You and I, we get to talk on the phone, a one-on-one coaching session. It's a ridiculous low price. Click on that link below, Solutions with Skip. And right when you enroll, you get access to, to the 90-minute video. You'll get access to the 12 modules, 11 hours of audio. And then I'm going to email you right away. We're going to set up our one-on-one time together. I'm going to record that call. I'm going to start for where you are. Everybody has different levels of where they start and everything. I'm going to start where you are. All right, we're going to take that to the next level. Reach out. Send me an email at skip at skiplacore.com. Just text me. Call me at 925-352-4366. Whatever it takes to get you to the next level. I hope that this was helpful. Thank you so much uh, for joining me for this uh, Workouts for Older Men podcast. Reach out to me if you want some one-on-one coaching. I'll get you that. I will not let you down. I will take you to that next level. Training, nutrition, I'll put it all together for you, right? I am your man. Look, we're a little bit old. we got more time behind us than we do in front of us. Let's hit this with a sense of urgency. All right, again, thank you so much for joining me uh, for this Workouts for Old Men podcast. Reach out to me. Let's work one-on-one. You're the type of guy who does what it takes to get what he wants, right? Why mess around with this when you have me to get you to the other side? Reach out. Send me that email. Text me. Call me. Go to skiplacore.com. Join uh, the Workouts for Older Men 100 Days of Workouts Challenge, and I will talk to you soon.